Sometimes I do feel fear that when I'm interacting with someone from this pace of mindfulness and certainty that I put them off. It's overwhelming, but that doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve me either. Hey you, you're listening to Not Yet, the podcast about our relationships and how they're the keys to our self-discovery. I'm your host, Paige Polk. I'm a community builder and Emmy award-winning digital media artist, channeling the powers of introspection. You're in the right place if you're mindful about the world you create and believe it's possible for us all to belong. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's start the show. Today, I want to talk to you about fear, but not just any old fear, the fear of being misunderstood and what that fear has the power to make you do or not do and the power that you have to decide what that fear can do or not do. (laughs) When I sat down to record this podcast today, I was overwhelmed with a ton of emotions. There's the joy and the recognition because I do genuinely love sitting down and having these conversations about the future, having these conversations about healing and deconstructing them because just because we're having the conversations doesn't mean we have the answers yet. That's really fun. And also, this is the week of consultations for the mindfulness coaching program through Not Yet. So I'm I'm speaking to people in DMs, answering people's questions about what it's like to be a part of the experience. What is mindfulness even? And how does coaching help? And I'm speaking with a lot of new people who have engaged with my work here at Not Yet, this community healing project, but who have not engaged with me. And this show here is very produced. I mean, I'm talking here to a mic, going off the cuff, sharing with you from my heart. That's true. But at the end of the day, I finish recording, whether it's with me or with someone else, and I sit down and I edit it. And I'm like, okay, how can I make this a coherent story for whoever is listening so that they can receive what they need to receive or learn what they came to learn or have a beginning, middle, and end so people can stay engaged? And the reason I do that is because I'm a trained storyteller. My background's in anthropology, it's in documentary filmmaking, and that has been the foundation of the production work that I've done, is building an arc. And I've done it so much that I started to forget why I do it, because it just became the thing that I did. Building an arc became the thing that I did, and I appreciate the power of framework and intention, and... Something came to me today to just be here with you, to be here with you, to be honest with you about what this journey looks like, building a community healing project, to tell you how appreciative I am that you're here, to share with you the ways I think that I can help you, honestly, and to be honest with myself about the ways that I can't. Fear of being misunderstood has stopped me from speaking up a lot in my life. It stopped me from raising my hand in class when I didn't know for sure that I had the answer. It stopped me from speaking to people I had huge crushes on. It stopped me from even recognizing dreams that I had for myself because I didn't want it to be misconstrued in the process. I was so afraid that happiness would actually be terror. And that's not the way I want to live anymore. (laughs) It's not the way that I want to live anymore, and I'm discovering that it's not the way I have to live. It never was. 
And in order to live differently, I have to think differently. I have to do differently. So welcome to my brain for this episode as I talk to you about fear. Today, I'm recording this episode on a Saturday, which is not normal for me. I learned a lot of things from my stints in having a full-time job. The biggest lesson was that it's important for me to have a separation of church and state. In order for me to thrive in my creative practice, in my work practice, in my life, in my relationships, I need to think about these individual sections of my life on their own first, and then integrate them. But be honest with myself about what they mean to me and, and how they work. And when it came to work, I was like, all right, you get the weekdays. <laughs> work gets the weekdays. And weekends are times of rest, they're times of rejuvenation, whether it's mental or emotional, whether it's cleaning my house with samba music in the background, whether it's cleaning my psychological house with my therapist in the background, it's all about the reset so that the system and the cycle can continue in the next week. However, I've been recording these podcasts for season two anyway with you all for, let's see, wow, it looks like a little over six months. It's been six months every week. I'm here and it's with a guest, it's with myself, and it's always with you. And this process has been a joy when it comes to the journey of putting myself out there and when it comes to the intricacies of being understood or possibly even misunderstood. When I speak, not just here, not just into this microphone, in my conversations with my partner, in my text messages with my mother, in my emails with potential collaborators or clients, I do my best to speak honestly about where I'm at in this moment. And of course, with a level of trust that's been developed over time. And that's a huge reason why it's important for me to have a connection, a heart connection, a soul connection with the people that I interact with regularly, because it's very intimate. It's very vulnerable, this approach to life, this approach to work, being constantly present being constantly here, being intentionally aware to the direction the wind is coming from or what that burning smell is or that twinkle in the light or did I hear something in the corner behind me and processing the world around me from a place of true presence. It feels a lot like that film, (laughs) everything all together all at once. And sometimes I feel a bit of fear that when I'm interacting with someone from this place of certainty and truth, of presence, that I put them off, that it's overwhelming, the feelings that I feel that I translate. And that doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve you. You know what does serve us? Is being open to what our feelings have to share about how we're perceiving the world around us, being open to our creative potential to come up with solutions when roadblocks appear that we did not expect, that's what serves us. And I wanna do more of that. 
I want to do more of that in this year, year of 2022. I want to do more of it in my life. I began this journey with intention. In 2020, with the dawn of COVID-19, it's not an original life shift event. It was a global pandemic. And sometimes I hesitate to bring up just how impactful that pandemic has been on my personal life because to an extent, I think that we're a bit tired of talking about it because it's been on our tongues for over two years. And also, let's call a spade a spade. It was a huge, it was a monumental life event that touched every single life form on this planet in some way. So to an extent, I'm kind of okay (laughs) talking about it especially if I'm being real, it it really changed my life. It changed my life. Having more consistent panic attacks on the floor of my apartment because I did not know if I was going to leave the house that day. It changed my life. Thinking about my relationship with my employer and productivity and grief. Wondering how I continue to take care of my body and function while also recognizing that these larger institutions that I have opted into, that I have given my power to them to decide what happiness looks like to me. That reconciling changed my life. And it is continuing to change my life. It wasn't like that life event dropped a boulder and then splat. The remains were the reality forever and all to be. It was an event that shifted my perspective on what it means to be alive. It was a wake-up call. And it brought me back to the things that have given me true joy and true purpose in my life that I did not have the tools or the recognition or the perspective to acknowledge. And that's talking from my heart. It's talking about my feelings. It's talking about how we connect with the people around us. It's talking about our relationship with the land and life. These are the things that fill me up. This is the thing that helps me thrive. And I decided to stop pushing it away and make it the foundation of my life. And so now I'm here talking to you in microphone about fear. Fully committing to this community healing project has been one of the most courageous things I've ever done. And not to say I haven't done some crazy things in my life. I, I have jumped up and moved across the world before without knowing anyone in the city I was moving to. But the thing is, when I look back on decisions like that that I've had, they were not made from a space of courage. They were made from a space of insecurity or sadness like true sorrow and mourning from a disconnection from myself that I was searching for. That's where I was running to. I was running to a possibility of feeling whole again. Building this project, talking to you every week on these podcasts, launching public online events for healing and spirituality and mindfulness, leading a one-on-one coaching program Though the manifestations may seem different when it comes to the skills, the intention is the same in every single space. It's because I'm here 
to talk to you about what it's like to become more of you. What's it's like to walk in the direction of who you are with confidence and strength and joy and admiration and brilliance, even when you feel the fear of being misunderstood. Because I have felt misunderstood. That's why I do it. I have felt misunderstood. I have felt misunderstood as a child who felt so deeply, who cried because of the overwhelm of emotions, and who cried because of the misunderstanding of emotions. I felt misunderstood as a young adult, radiating with anger and rage at my dissatisfaction. I have felt misunderstood as an adult, trying to find where I fit in organizations and systems that I relied upon for consistency, for money, for my safety, and not finding that place. I have struggled with recognizing when that fear was coming from a place that was helping me, or when that fear was coming from a place that was dimming my light, that was making me smaller, that was making me less of myself and less and less connected to who I really am. And the things that really helped me keep true to who I am and what I'm doing and my purpose are really my practices, my regular recognitions of the magic that exists everywhere around me. Yes, there are horrible things happening all the time because with good there comes evil, with high there comes low, with bright there comes dark. That is the nature of being. We live in a full-on binary system everywhere, all together, all at once. Isn't it way more fun to recognize that you have the power to decide how you perceive every single moment in your life? I can't think of a single situation where the way that you respond has absolutely no impact on your experience. So even though I feel a little bit of fear that this episode is scattered and that you won't understand or that I'll be misunderstood or that I'll be judged, I am way more moved by the opportunity to be here in this moment. So I'm going to lead into that. If you want to think big thoughts like these with me, help understand what your own intuition feels like, and build a life that you love from that truth, please join me for this 2022 session of mindfulness coaching. This week and this week only through June 10th, I'm offering free 15-minute consultations with me. If you have questions about the program and what it would look like to go through that process and have a curated mindfulness 10-week program, and I would love to talk to your face. I would love to hear more about the goals that you have for yourself when it comes to your intention. And even if Zoom over 15 minutes is not your vibe, I'm also in the Not Yet series DMs answering any questions you could have. I want to help you live a mindful, purposeful life. Thanks for listening. 
and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Not Yet. The podcast is hosted by me, Paige Polk, and produced by Paige Polk International. The show art is made by Elizabeth Olguin, and the music is by Elder. Don't forget to subscribe here. And if you want more of this love in your life, visit notyetseries.com to join the Not Yet Project and community. 